0: Good Wednesday morning, and today we'll be answering a question from a listener here on the Dr. John podcast. Lori writes in from Washington. She says, I take a few supplements such as zinc, magnesium, krill oil, and progesterone cream. I've heard you mention we should be able to get all nutrients we need from foods we eat. What would I need to eat on a daily basis to eliminate these supplements? Thank you, Laurie, for writing that in. And if you have a question for John, feel free to ask. You can check the links below to do that, or you can go to www.johnpatrick.ca forward slash ask. Here we go.
1: Oh, lovely. Yeah, I mean, uh, nobody had any supplements until the 20th century, really, or a little bit before. And they took herbs and things. That's always been around. But uh, God made food. He didn't make nutrition. Nutrition is our invention. Food is God's. And the bottom line is, if you eat from a variety of sources to appetite and not beyond, uh, in other words, you don't use food for things other than appetite, you'll be fine. If you need a supplement, you need a diagnosis first. But let me just um, lighten this up a little bit, uh, because this is a bit of a hobby horse of mine, so you're warned, but... uh, Some years ago now, in fact, uh, a good many years ago, because uh, I now got a grandson from the marriage that uh, was supported by supplements, uh, uh, who's now in his 20s and married. But I was in my office in Ottawa, and I got a call from the Department of Justice. And it was an Australian guy, actually, originally, but now Canadian. He said, I've been given your name as a potential expert witness Uh, I said, oh, for what? He said, well, Shackley, who pride themselves on producing natural vitamins, um, are taking the Canadian government to court because uh, they say their vitamins are food and therefore should not be taxed in in the Canadian law. Uh, But the Canadian uh, decided, no, they're pharmaceuticals which are taxed. Which do you think they are? And I said, there's no question. In their dosages that they're given, they should be treated as pharmaceuticals. Uh, we had a brief conversation. He said, please come and talk to me in my office so that we can sort this out. So it was. I went for a walk at lunchtime. It was only 10 minutes along the street to the Department of Justice. Found his office. And um, we talked for a while. And uh, then he said, you will be great in, in court. What's your... What's your fee? Well, I and I, I had no idea, so I said, um, "Well, I think I'll be in this context worth the same as an expert lawyer." He said, "Yeah, that's reasonable. That's three hundred bucks an hour." This was in the 1980s. That's a lot of money. Uh, and he said, "I'm not going into court without you, um, and I need some training." So, uh, at the end of it, I don't enough to pay for Jonah's wedding. So, Shackley, we won. Shackley. Uh, paid for the wedding, not willingly of course um, now why did we win, well uh, we got into court and it was very clear that it was, a, it was an industrial court so no jury or anything like that, it was a judge who was uh, going to make the decision and uh, after a while listening to eyes, I, I nudged the, the lawyer and said look, he doesn't understand about numbers, put me on the stand and ask me uh, we'd got a bottle of vitamin C with with us. I said, the question you should ask me, and I can go with it from there is, how much vitamin C is there in this bottle compared to the needs of human beings on a daily basis? So um, I took the bottle and said, Your Honour, if I was to bring the amount of vitamin C in this bottle into court, let's say spinach, which everybody recognises has a considerable amount of vitamin C in it, I would need a truck." And he stopped. Is that true? He said, yeah, that's true. Now, what's at issue here is that vitamin C in your body, nobody has been able to demonstrate any legitimate factors from vitamin C uh, deprivation if you've got more than 9 milligrams a day in your diet. You can go on forever on that, and we don't get anything showing up as vitamin C deficiency. Nine milligrams. People are taking two or three grams. Now, when you take it at that level, it's not acting anymore as a vitamin. It's now a pure pharmaceutical chemical, and it's a very potent reducing agent. So potent that it can kill some people. Every year, in fact, a few people. Black and Asians, who have a low level of glucose phosphate dehydrogenase in their red cells, uh, when they take that amount of vitamin C, it destroys the cell membrane, and the red cells go into solution, and that kills their kidneys, and they die of renal failure. Um, We've had babies who develop um, scurvy, vitamin C deficiency, When they're put on a standard milk preparation after birth because then the mothers are consuming all this vitamin c the body has to get rid of it so it stokes up the enzyme system the p450 system to maximum to destroy the vitamin c because it's dangerous so the baby of course is living in that environment in the the womb when it when, when it comes out it gets put on a normal vitamin c but its p450 system has also been ramped up so he gets scurvy on a normal vitamin C intake until that all settles down that's been described and I could go through almost all the supplements that are sold and uh, come up with some nasty complication that has occurred at some point or another Um, now fortunately we won on that occasion that was enough uh, for him to see yeah I understand now that the amounts are so different that we can, do, we should accept the government's uh, putting them in the pharmaceutical category and therefore taxed. That the 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 market is billions of dollars a year in North America, so there's a lot of money. Um, and then praise the Lord, Shackley appealed, so he did it again. Uh, now this time they made a big mistake. They put a technician on the stand, and I said. Uh, we've got them now Uh, ask him what the starting point is for the vitamin C in a Shackley bottle and I knew what he had to say he had to say corn syrup because all the vitamin C in the world pretty well or the vast majority of it is made by one company uh, and uh, everybody else buys it from them and they make it from corn syrup it's very hard to extract vitamin C it's easy to make it Um, So, uh, what does it mean? We could go on from that. So so he went through, and the next question, how many steps are there? And I forget, well, there are a dozen or more. And so the the lawyer was able to go that far very easily and show that this is uh, ridiculous. And I said, No, we have to talk about the label claim, because it's never on the bottle. Because if they put it on the bottle, they'd be in court on other grounds. But they always give you... That's why they have all this stuff on YouTube and elsewhere that's separate from the actual item you're buying. So when it says natural rosehip vitamin C on a Shackley bottle, the lawyers have determined that the natural only modifies the immediately proximate word, which which is rosehip or whatever it is. The vitamin C is not modified by the natural. It's bought uh, and put in as a pure chemical. So the natural bit, they have to have a pinch of whatever it is to meet their label claim, but that's all. It's a it's a scam. So, and there's too much of this in this area because everybody knows about nutrition. Uh, they think, well, they don't. They know about food, what they like to eat and what they don't, and they're conned into thinking they know more than they do. In in the work that I did with malnutrition, for instance. Uh, the group that I worked with, the key step forward was realizing that even protein can be poisonous to a malnourished child because they've turned down everything to minimal function. When you reach that stage, if you give a child protein, well, to to make the point more clearly, if your car starts making nasty noises when you're going along, you drive very slowly and carefully to the nearest garage. But if you run out of fuel, you stop dead. The malnourished child has been grumbling along for a long while, but it's got to have fuel, and it doesn't have enough. So when it sees a protein, all it does is strip off the nitrogen, which has to be excreted, but it's cut its kidney to minimal function to turn the carbon chain into energy. We're all carbon-devouring subjects. That's where all our energy comes from, in the end, from carbon, um, carbon chains. And so you actually, you can kill a child by sending it to metabolic acidosis by giving it more than 0.6 of a gram of protein per kilogram per day, which is less than a teaspoonful for a 10-pound two-year-old. So you need to know a lot to, to approach it from the nutrition end, and all the while we're having to correct. I learned that I could produce copper deficiency by giving too much zinc. So you see some of these things creeping through so that the mineral supplements that are issued to uh, women in pregnancy now have a, lo- a whole range because after iron, we have shared pathways for absorption. So if you give a lot of zinc, you get less copper, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Everything interacts. That's the problem. It makes it very difficult to do analyses, so you need particular situations to show that. But no... Eat to appetite from a variety of sources, and you'll save a lot of money, and uh, you can give that to good organizations like Augustine College or me, <laughs> um, and uh, be healthy. God knew what he was doing when he made food, basically.
0: So to this woman, Lori, you would say, stop taking these vitamins and take another look at what you're eating on a daily basis?
1: Yeah, don't, if you're taking big amounts, come down slowly because your body will have been working hard to deal with them. But so don't stop. If you're taking grams of vitamin C, don't stop overnight because you've your kidneys, your liver's working like the clappers to get rid of it. So an ordinary vitamin C intake would not be enough. You're setting yourself up for problems. I should have added at the end of the last one that when you need a supplement which you can do if you have a, a metabolic disorder the amounts that you need can be astronomical so for instance there's a very rare disorder of zinc absorption and in order to treat it you have to give ten times the amount or more that you would normally give enough to make you and me sick but it's what that child needs because they don't have the transport system to take it in so so uh, and there are, there are quite a lot of things that are treated by uh, vitamins, but then you need more at that point. There are vitamin deficiency disorders. Uh, I'm not saying there aren't, but they're better treated by having better food than by um, fussing around with supplements. I mean, some of them have been good, like adding iodine to salt got rid of goiter due to iodine deficiency and you don't have to bother. And putting vitamin A in one or two things will uh, avoid vitamin A deficiency around the world. But uh, we put uh, some vitamin D into milk in Canada because you have about a square inch of skin showing in the winter. Basically, we could get enough vitamin D from sunshine during the summer and, in fact, most of the year for many of us. I hope that helps. It is more nuanced but when you come to if you need it you have a disease and you need to get that disease sorted out for the treatment to be proper so if you find all of a sudden that you take a supplement and you feel much better you better find out why
0: thank you guys so much for watching we hope you enjoyed this if you are enjoying it feel free to leave a review or subscribe on youtube if you have a question for dr john you can check the links down below or you can go to www johnpatrick.ca forward slash ask. We'll see you guys next week.